been a while since we spent some time alone. And when we do, it's in situations like this. I wish I could see you. You could always see me. Why are you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder? Uh-huh. Come on. You're imagining things. Am I? Then why are you following me? Afraid I was going to leave without giving you a goodbye kiss? I just assumed it was a woman. I can arrange that. You're a good kid. You're so beautiful. It's only because I'm so in love. No. <laughs> no, it's because I'm so in love with you. So love has blinded you. <laughs> well, that's not exactly what I meant. But it's probably true. I love you. I know. And welcome to episode 7 of the Starships Podcast, a podcast that takes a look at our favorite romantic relationships from a galaxy far, far away. My name is Ash, and today I'm joined by a very special guest. Um, why don't you introduce yourself? Very special hey guest. Hey, guy. Hi. This is, uh, this is Suara of Beltway Banthas, and I'm very happy to be on here. I feel like I'm only, like, recently... Like, not even that much of a major shipper, but I've, like, experienced so much of shipping culture recently in Star Wars, and, like, I'm happy to be on and, like, talk about, you know, like, I guess my personal experiences. <laughs> um, So today we're going to be talking about, I mean, probably the closest thing to a landmark ship in the uh, the sequel trilogy, Finn and Rey. I know the the Poe the Poe and the Poe and Finn fans will, will come at me, but um, th- I think this is the one that we've had, like, the most on-screen stuff to show for. You know, yeah. I don't know if you agree with that. Yeah, I would personally agree with that. I mean, especially in Force Awakens, when you look at Finn and Ray's friendship slash relationship in general. And, you know, I just want to say, like, I love Poe Finn. I, you know, I'll just Me say too. as well, I, I have a lot of respect, you know, like for my Raylo friends and, you know, like what they get out of their ship. And but for me, like uh, the relationship I personally like to see a lot is like Finn Ray. I mean, I think that these are my two favorite characters out of the sequel trilogy out of all of like the new Star Wars content we're getting and their uh, relationship in the force awakens and the tiny tidbits we got in the last Jedi, a film I love by the way, but still I would have loved to see more of Finn and Ray interacting. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I feel like it's really meaningful and there's a lot packed into there that I feel like anyone can relate to, whether you ship them romantically, platonically, whatever. I just like, I love this relationship so much. Yeah. I would say um, that I, sh- I shipped them more platonically than anything else. And I kind of liked the idea of Finn, right. and, Finn and Rose, but I still, I still want to have this conversation. Cause I think that there's lots of, people, Oh yeah. There's, sure. there's lots of people that it, ship it, Finn and Ray. And I think, I think actually yeah. given the amount of, uh, given the proper amount of screen time, it could work really well. You know, I think the problem is they just haven't oh, yeah, had a chance to expand on it yet. Yeah, I agree. And also like a lot of respect to Finn Rose, respect to all ships, really, um, you know, like shipping is personal. It's something that uh, is meaningfully impactful for each of us individually. And, you know, that's what's so, you know, a lot, I, often we talk about like shipping wars and like, you know, the bad stuff and shipping culture, but ultimately, like, I feel like we can learn from each other, like with these different perspectives and which that is why this is such a great podcast to talk about these various different ships in the galaxy far, far away. Uh, but yeah, I agree. It's like, um, you're sorry. What was your question again? Sorry, I forgot. Oh, I was, or, just, I was just like, 
going along with what you were saying. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of forgot where I was going. Okay, so how about we start? We start this off with <laughs> talking about awesome. why why we love these characters individually. So why why do you love Ray? I know that I, I know this is going to be hard to keep it brief for you, but why do you love Ray? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you just like l- glance through my Twitter timeline, I've loved this character like even before the Force Awakens came out. Like when I saw a trailer like with her, I was like that's going to be my favorite character. That's going to be like our sort of Luke Skywalker archetype, but still someone who's like vastly different from him and like the journey she undergoes and the sort of psychological journey she undergoes from her isolation and learning to accept uh, her own abilities and power from her humility and taking up arms to defend her newfound family. One of those members being Finn. I love Ray because I feel like a lot of us can see ourselves in her, someone who has heard so much about these uh, stories, these mythic legends, but who can often be so down on ourselves that we don't believe in our own strength and inner power. And it's when like uh, her, you know, like in The Force Awakens, her arc is really about learning, starting to let go of this uh, future she thought she had set out for herself. Uh learning to literally like in a way let the past die you know as kylo tells her in last jedi and instead really focus on her newfound family and the resistance and finn whom we'll obviously talk about soon to uh love and accept her and for her to accept that and i feel like that's really meaningful and impactful for so many people when you look at the finn ray relationship or ray's relationship with han and the few moments we get there and how much he means to her it just I don't know. It just really conveys uh, how we can accept love into our lives or like compassion and friendship and these new relationships into our lives, which can be hard for a lot of people. And it's certainly hard for Ray, having grown up on who all by herself, like socially isolated and just waiting for people who were not really going to come back for her. And I feel like there's a lot of inspiration in that journey. Yeah, I mean really Maz lays it out the belonging you seek is not behind you it is ahead and i th- i also love that about exactly. Rey. i love something uh, particularly with new star wars i guess i guess it's in the original trilogy as well there's this real mm. like sense of found family yes and i think totally. the, se- the sequel trilogy kind of is explicitly saying like th- these people are your family you don't you you don't yeah. you don't need to worry about your you i mean you obviously worry about your parents and like who they were and what they did but like the more important thing is that you have these people in your life right now and that's a message that a lot of people really need Um, yeah exactly a hundred percent so what about finn why do you why do you love finn finn is like again like ray so many of us can see ourselves in him like not that many of us were stormtroopers at first like bred from birth but in a way maybe he could serve as an allegory for us waking up to the evils in our society and the necessity to act upon them and not just be afraid about them as he was in the force awakens in the last jedi to some extent his journey is also about self-discovery about understanding what it is that he wants in life and you know, he finds Ray's uh, kindred spirit uh, who has also, you know, like sort of heard about these stories, heard about uh, these mythic legends, you know, and who has also been socially isolated. Even though Finn grew up with the stormtroopers, they were never not. I think he only had like one or two really good friends and he never like found real nurturing 
which yeah. Ray obviously hasn't either. And they find each other in The Force Awakens and are yearning for each other in The Last Jedi. Um, you know, you, you see Ray and Finn being alluded to, like, really missing each other. And, like, I feel like, you know, his journey is similar to Ray's in a lot of ways, but it is distinct as well. It is, you know, Finn uh, seems like, I know, like, so so much more... I know so much more ready to like jump in with people and to be sort of an extrovert with other people, but, uh, you know, he's still like insecure. So yeah. I don't know, like, you know, the more I think about it, there are a lot of similarities in Finn and Ray's arcs overall. Yeah, no. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. They're both kind of these lost people who find each other and that, and it's not that they give each other purpose. It's that, you know, they, they're kind of the catalyst that launches yeah. them into an advent. It's kind of like in a, in in a weird way. It's kind of like Luke and Leia. You know, like Leia is the thing that yeah. like gets Luke off of Tatooine. You know, Finn is the thing that gets mm-hmm. Ray off mm-hmm. of Jakku. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then Finn go- goes to try to rescue her uh, from Starkiller Base, but Ray's already rescued herself. <laughs> That's an excellent point because Leia's pretty much already rescued. Well, I mean, she hasn't rescued herself, but she pretty much. I mean, she pretty much rescues herself. Rescues the whole team. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Somebody's got to save our skins. Into the garbage chute, Flyboy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So oh, timeless. I love Leia so much. Okay. This no, is not a podcast so. about Leia, though. Um, okay. Every so- podcast could be about Leia, though. <laughs> Announcing the Leia cast is just me screaming oh my into a God. microphone about yes. Leia for an hour and a half. Yes, that's perfect. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay, so when when did you, when do you remember when you started shipping this pair? So out of the Force Awakens for Ray, I wasn't really shipping her with anyone. I was like, yeah, Ray's just badass on her own. She don't need no man, etc. I think I may have actually been more of a Pofin shipper at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the thing is, again, I love Pofin. If that became canon, that would be amazing. Uh, I think it was really after Last Jedi. And, you know, I'll just say, like, there was a real phenomenon of shipping out of the Last Day, you know, to say like Raylo became like super popular in, in a lot of uh, parts of the fandom, and I guess it just like, I mean, what that did was, you know, I see like the Last Jedi as Ray at the end closing the door on Kylo. You can interpret that relationship however you want to, like whether it's them being friends or even romantically, like whatever, if, if, whatever your personal interpretation is. For me, you know, like seeing the shipping culture really like come into Star Wars, it was sort of like a wave I felt honestly after the Last Jedi. And I think I, yeah, I just I would agree. and it, that hug between Finn and Rey, yeah, that hug between Finn and Rey at the end, uh there was so much meaning in that. It was only like like a couple of seconds, but it was such an amazing sweeping shot of, you know, Rey lifting the rocks and Finn running to her and uh you know, hugging her and like the look of pure joy on Ray's face to be reunited with him. And she was like thinking about him. She was talking about him to Chewie a lot throughout the film. Uh, it just, I was like, I ship it, you know, like I yeah. was just like started thinking about it more and more. And I, with my shipping in general, I tend to go, I realize like it's often a pattern, like what sort of ship you may prefer. I often prefer like the very sweet ships, the very, um, I, I guess like, I don't want to say innocent, but like, 
uh, I don't know. You, you sort of know what I'm talking about. Like, for example, in Avatar The Last Airbender, I actually shipped Katang from the start. Oh, me even too. Even though so... Oh, yay! High alone. five. <laughs> yes, I'm not alone either. Oh, my God. They're because they're so sweet together. They're so, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'll just say Zutara is hot, but like... Oh, yeah. No, you can't <laughs> Katang, deny that. You can't deny that. And uh, actually, a side note, apparently, like, there was some conflict between the writers and Brian Knitsko and Michael Dante DiMartino about whether Zutara or Katang would be canon in the end. But, like, <laughs> that's actually a really interesting story. But anyway, yeah, so I've always just, like, uh, sort of gravitated towards uh, those sort of, like, really sweet and, like, uh, relationships. Uh, not, not to say anyone else's ship isn't sweeter or anything like that, but... I guess like uh, maybe like the enemies to lovers thing has never really been much of my thing. And, uh, you know, I just like, I know I love those sweet relationships and I really hope we see a lot more of them in nine. Yeah, me too. I hope that I hope that like the interpersonal relationships just in general are expanded on. Let's get some interaction with Poe and Ray, not necessarily in a romantic sense, you know, but yeah, exactly. Let's let's get some let's get Rose and Ray having a conversation, you know? Yeah, let's Um, get some gal pals together. Why not? Yes, please have them talk about anything that's not a dude. Um, oh my god, <laughs> out of solo, that scene is like. Oh. <laughs> we can we can complain about solo on the live long day. Anybody who listens to Clashing Sabers or listened to the Clashing Sabers episode on on solo that we did, you'll know my feelings on solo. Um, <laughs> let's 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 uh. move, let's move right past that. Um, okay, so. We ca- we covered like when you started shipping them, why you ship ship them. What are some of your favorite mm-hmm. moments with these characters? Stop taking my hand. <laughs> it's just like it's just like perfect. <laughs> and then like like you know Finn keeps trying to be like oh I'm the dashing hero that's gonna yeah. save Ray and like uh but Ray as well in that moment her being no like why is this dude random dude holding my hand? It's like and you can tell that she hasn't had this sort of any sort of that intimacy since she was five years old. It's only towards the end when she says, follow me and extends her hand towards Finn and like, okay, like it's going to be on my terms. Like (laughs) when you can hold my hand, it seems like such a small thing, but again, there's a lot packed in there. Another thing I, yeah, another thing I really love. Oh God. Like again, a lot of, well, obviously, most of them are like Force Awakens moments because that's when they're actually interacting. They're talking uh, to each other. <laughs> when they're talking to each other. And uh, yeah, it's like that moment in Maz's castle when Finn says to her, uh, you know, when he's about to leave and he says, and then I ran away and then I met you and you looked at me as as no one else ever had. And you look at both of their eyes and their expressions and they, you can tell like, even though they've known each other for like less than 24 hours, they deeply care about each other and like, like love each other. Like they've been through a shit ton together. Sorry if I can't curse, but like in such a short period of time and the acting and like the, I know, like, the way it's, like, uh, portrayed is just so good. There's so much emotion between them. And then later in the film, when Finn t- attempts to rescue Ray and Chewie tells Ray that it was Finn's idea and the hug she gives it, and I get the look on her face. That and so cute. Oh, I know. Man. I know. So cute. And then at towards the end, when uh, she's re- rescuing Finn from Kylo and, like, 
is afraid like Finn had died and like the look on the anguish and grief on her face. And then at the very end, when she kisses Finn on the forehead saying, thank you, my friend, we'll see each other again. It's just like, it's all so like, Oh, like, I mean, again, like, yeah, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, I really like them in the, Say what you want about the Rathtar scene, but I really like it. I love the Rathtar scene! I love the Rathtar scene! I'm, like, the only one. Everyone, like, coming out of the Force Awakens was like, oh, I hate the Rathtar scene. Rathtar it was so it, it was great! It was fun! Like, yes, there are tentacles in Star Wars. Embrace it. This is a thing. It was a cool scene, and it gave a hint of Rey's Force sensitivity with, like, how she was able to close the door. And, like, oh, you know what? This just shows I gotta spend less time on Twitter. I swear to God. <laughs> That's a good uh, general rule for life, I think. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. man. It's, it's yeah. only talk with your friends. Like, yeah, yeah. engage in silly Twitter. <laughs> Serious Twitter about Star Wars. Look, I love good discussion, but it just gets too tiresome and too, like, stressful. Oh, spe- I just want- especially when yeah. it comes to ships, you know? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's part of why this show exists, actually. Yeah, we can just talk about these things, you know? Exactly, yeah. yeah. I, I really like in the Rathtar scene how, like, it immediately went from Ray going, stop holding my hand, and them kind of being a little, like, antsy around each other. To, I yeah. mean, you have that scene where they're in the Falcon after they escape, and they're like, oh, my gosh, did you see that thing? Oh, my gosh, you're so amazing. How did you do that? I've never flown a ship before. Like, you have that which is also very cute. But in that scene, it's like, okay, they've gone from like, hey, you scumbag who stole his master's jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, now you're my best friend. Please don't die. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't get eaten yeah. by Rathdar. Exactly. And you see, that's the thing. It's like, I just love their relationship, whether it's romantic, whether it's platonic. I mean, like, platonic shipping is a thing, you know, right? Like, yeah. so... Yeah, so, like, I do, like, ship Finn Ray, you know, them having a relationship and caring about each other in whatever form that takes. You know, as long as they're there for each other and they love each other, whatever form, whether they're best friends, whether they're, like, siblings, whether they... Although I, I was about to go say from siblings to like relationship, not advocating like you know what I mean. Like, but we're not yeah, talking about we're... a Luke and Leia situation here. Um. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> no. Uh, I, I feel the or... need to tell. I feel the need to tell yeah. that I got a DM from somebody asking if I. I don't know if they were trolling, but I got a DM from somebody asking if they could come on and talk about Luke and Leia, and I was like, "That's where I draw uh, the line." I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's like. It's like you got to keep the show accessible in general. Yeah, I, mean, I don't, really don't wanna... think that that'll really, yeah. I don't particularly want to talk about that either, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't, so it's not a Game of Thrones shipping. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so so I think the last thing I kind of want to talk about is with Episode Nine on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Both of these characters yeah. are going to be in this movie. We know that. Um, yeah. Uh, Imagine if they weren't. Oh my gosh, they're just like, nah, Finn's not in it, nobody is. Um, what, what kind of, what, what would you like to see? We can talk about, we can talk about them as a pairing, but we can also talk about, yeah. like, individual characters. Where, oh, yeah, where totally. would you like to, where would you like to see their trajectory kind of go in episode nine? I just really want to see, first and foremost, Rey as the undisputed, like, listen, I loved her journey in The Last Jedi, but I understand why a lot of people didn't why a lot of people think that there's too much focus on other characters that may have detracted from Ray's story. I totally get that. So what I really want for episode nine is for her to be, to like have her all of her badass moments 
indisputable indisputably being the hero of the resistance kicking ass like saving people she's already saved people you know here and there like finn and the resistance at the end of the last jedi but still i would love to see like her you know have a lightsaber duel with kylo and have see them have like a really emotional intense battle a la episode six luke versus vader I want to see Ray brandishing specifically her double blade yellow lightsaber. That's the hill I'm going to yes. die on. It yes, looks great, it needs to be right? yellow. I know, and it's not just because of Bastila from Kotor. It's just that like <laughs> Daisy Ridley herself would pull it off extremely well, right? Yeah, and we need one that's not blue or green. Though I was talking, yeah, I was talking to my co-host from my other Star Wars podcast, and he was yeah. like, "You know, she's probably going to use the crystal from Anakin's lightsaber, right?" I was like, you shut your mouth, sir. It's going to be a yellow kyber crystal. Well, the thing is, like, as we know from the new can... Did you read Ahsoka by any chance? I did, yeah. Yeah, so, like, it said in there that the color can change. Oh, you're right. It does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I that. Yeah, I was talking about this with a friend yesterday, and, like, we were talking about... Oh, I'll just say it's Courtney from uh, Who Talks First. We were talking about how... Like, she pointed this out to me about how the lightsaber crystal, if you observe closely in The Last Jedi, it was split in two. And hopefully that could mean a double-bladed. Hopefully. And, That'd be very cool. Yeah. And again, something other than blue or green. We've seen enough. Like, make it white or yellow or something white to, like, be represent. very cool. Yeah, a, a callback to Ahsoka. Like, why not? I don't and think Ahsoka's going to... Yeah. You would get a million... Pe- if, if they gave her a white lightsaber, you'd get a million people going, how does Ahsoka tie into the sequel? Oh, my and not God. not that I don't like Ahsoka. I love Ahsoka You love Ahsoka, yeah. But not to shoehorn... I love Ahsoka, but, like... Yeah, like, if it, it makes sense for the story, you know? Like, which I personally doubt it would. But anyway... um. Yeah, that's what I want to see for Ray. For Finn, I want to see him also as a hero of the Resistance. I want to see something which so many people have been clamoring for, a Stormtrooper Rebellion. I think that would be uh, absolutely yeah. amazing. And I just want him to uh, be the inspiration. You know, I uh, this sort of there's sort of been a trend of like uh, I think in fan speculation that uh, the First Order has to fall from within. That it has to uh, you know like people within the First Order realize what they're doing is wrong. And, you know, a lot of Kylo fans have actually been advocating this because a lot of Kylo fans who want to see him redeemed have been saying, yeah, that could be emblematic of the rest of the First Order following. And Finn could be a crucial part of that as well. I think, like, yeah, uh, yeah, like, he could, um, like, uh, yeah, like, lead that rebellion. And, uh, you know, I just want to say, like, I still, I mean, I know we're not talking about her explicitly, but uh, I really do want to see more from Rose as well. And, like, you know, she has obviously a relationship with uh, Finn in The Last Jedi. And if, I'll just say, if um, Finn Rose, you know, is, like, absolutely, indisputably can then I'm like, you know, if it's done well, like, I'm down for that. I just, like, really did not like their kiss in The Last Jedi. Like, that yeah. was, like, I love the film. But that, that part as a whole, I basically did not like, unfortunately. Yeah, I felt a little shoehorned in, but, like, if I was in Rose's position, the way I was thinking about it, I was like, if I was in Rose's position, I'd probably do the same thing if I thought I was going to die. <laughs> you know, John Boyega yeah. is right there. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, you just got to take on that opportunity before you It's like, I'm about out. to die. Might as well go for it. 
Oh my god. Yes, I love that interpretation. And it's like, yeah, it's just like just because it was like I mean, like, again, it could be a really great relationship. It's an interracial relationship, which is really awesome. But again, like I just personally don't see it like they they didn't give them enough time to develop any actual relationship. And I yeah. feel like I don't know. I, I don't know like how popular Finn Rose is. And if it does like, you know, become more popular and more like uh embraced uh in the uh canon then that's awesome i'm glad for it as long as finn and ray both of them have like their full uh fleshed out arcs and are and like you know uh, this might be considered a slight spoiler but you were at awesome con you know at the same time as i was and we both heard you know we weren't at the panel itself or maybe you were were you at john boyega's panel with ash crossing yeah i was yeah yeah, yeah, and you heard him say like, yeah, uh, Ray and Finn are gonna have a lot more time together in episode nine. Yeah. Or like Ray, uh, Daisy Ridley had texted him, you know, saying that like she was so relieved by it, and you know, also she's so sweet. Like, uh, the number one thing that like you know she was like scared of that she was stressed out about like filming Last Jedi was being away from John Boyega, and she was just reading the script like she was relieved and happy enough to like text him saying we're going to be spending time together and it sounds like a lot of time together and you know hopefully maybe even a shifting time together like I think that would be really cool I one thing I really hope is that if they Uh, if they go in the Finn Ray direction that they don't turn it into a Ray Rose Finn love triangle Agreed. Agreed. A hundred percent. I don't inherently hate the concept of a love triangle, but <laughs> done well. It is They're very just... hard to pull off successfully. Um, I, I I've like literally never seen a love triangle done well. Have you? Or like I can't think of a specific example to be honest with you. Right. It's just, they're stressful. They're only, actually, I can think of a specific example. You know, the Shakespeare play A Midsummer Night's Dream? Yes. Like, and it's done for comedic effect, you yeah. know, like with the, them, like drinking the love potion here and there and the fairies interfering. And it's just like weird and magical. And it's like, but again, an actual like a uh, sci-fi drama or drama generally, it's just like, we don't need this. We just, yeah. Please with this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's there are much bigger fish to fry. And I feel like that's might where that that might be where it comes down for all romantic relationships. It's like there's too much stuff going on right now. Right. We can't do this. But then on the other hand, you have like Empire Strikes Back where there was yeah. so much stuff going on and they still had time to, you know, build a build a romantic relationship. I think it'd be cool. I honestly, it's I think like, it'd be cool if they yeah. just establish it from the beginning. It's been like three, four years since the Last Jedi. Yeah, and it's like they give each other a little like peck on the cheek or something, and it's like, hey, they're together now, which the audience would totally buy. You know, it, it wouldn't be that hard like, of a sell. Uh, Finn, like Finn and Rose, you mean? Finn and Ray, I meant. Maybe oh, Finn, Finn and Ray! Yay! That would. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. I would love that. Yeah, but like, yeah, I mean, it's time for the audience and like. Um, I will, oh my god, just imagine the opening crawl is like, so Finn is with Ray now, and like, Rose so like, is actually- So like, situation, Rose is, is like, kind of, kind yeah. of like over Finn now, we're pretty sure she's over Finn, no, I'm kidding, you just make it like mean girls. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that is, it, yeah, just like- so awesome, it's full of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> terrible i'm terrible oh my god ray is the furthest thing from regina george like no I if know, anyone's I regina, if anyone is regina george it's hux let's be real <laughs> right hux is regina george oh my gosh 
Yes. Um, yes. No, no, ain't that a ain't that a mental image? Um, but oh, it man. makes sense. It really, it really does. Although that 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 pink totally clashes with his hair, though. Yeah, unfortunately, no, you're not wrong. <laughs> I would just kind of like to see. I just in it, like I was mentioning earlier, just kind of like in a general sense, just them interacting more and showing yeah. and because especially because there's a time skip you can show whether it's romantic or not you can show how much time has progressed for their relationship whatever kind of relationship that they have um and you can, sh- you yeah, can totally. show like how close they've become i think actually you know what jj uh, abrams jj abrams actually pulled this off somewhat successfully in the past with uh star trek the 2009 star trek you get oh, yeah? like, you get a sense in the movie that like Spock and Uhura, spoilers for the 2009 Star Trek, I guess, like or they have a kind of like relationship, but it's not revealed until like three fourths of the way into the movie that it's a romantic relationship, and it's it's done very well. There, there's like a scene where like Spock's home planet just got destroyed, and Uhura walks up to him, and like, hey, it's clear that they're in a romantic relationship now, but it takes two minutes of yeah. screen time, and it's beneficial for both of their characters. So he's done this kind of stuff successfully before. So I have yes, faith. I have faith exactly. that it's going to be okay. Exactly. If- I think I think that JJ is honestly really good at these interpersonal relationships. He established these characters and their relationships. I would say extremely well in the yeah. Force Awakens, and uh, he's rounding out their journeys in Episode Nine, which I'm extremely grateful for. And I'll just say I am so grateful that Colin Trevorrow was booted off the project. Oh, I <laughs> do not. Thank God, because he clearly does not write women well if you look at his various projects. And As someone who uh, sat through yeah. Book of Henry? Oh, God, you actually watched it? Out of morbid curiosity. Oh, no. <laughs> that oh, is two no. hours of my life I will never get back. I think it's the worst movie I've ever seen. Oh, God, I am so sorry. No, I did it to myself. I brought this up uh, myself. You brought this upon yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't someone say that in Star Wars? I don't know. It you sounds turned like- her. It's 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 Anakin and Obi Wan. You turned her against me. You've done oh that my yourself. God. You, oh yes, that's right. It is Obi Wan. You have done that yourself. I just like need. You- I just need Ewan McGregor just saying that to me for all terrible life choices that I complain about. Oh my How could God. this happen? How could this oh happen? We're smarter God. than this. Perfect. Uh, I re- I really hope we get him back and like you know playing younger Obi Wan or like. The that that elusive Obi Wan film is that ever gonna happen? I don't know. Maybe it's just I'm so tired of news about it. Just like say yes or no. Like that's literally just like like set our expectations. Confirm or deny, please, please. Yeah, yeah. I'm just overall. I think I think we're in good hands with J.J. Abrams. You know, a lot of complain away all you want, but he is the one that that originated these characters, created these characters, yep. set up their I dynamics, agree. and I think it's only right that he gets to see it through. And I, I think agree. and I think he cares about Finn and to bring it back to Finn and Ray, he bring, yep. he he cares about these characters and he, I think he's going to treat them right. 100%. And listen, I love Ryan Johnson. I love what he did with the Last Jedi, but I think most of us would agree and I've talked to a lot of like big Last Jedi fans as well, like myself, we loved the film, but we were also disappointed by Finn's arc. Like, because Finn, or not even his arc necessarily, but maybe the way he was directed and the way in which he was sort of, like, 
I know, sort of along for the journey, and he didn't seem to get enough of those character moments to fully flesh out his character, to uh, reflect on, like, his time as a stormtrooper, and, like, you know, it's like, I'll just say, like, I love the exploration of Kylo's psyche, but you could have done that for Finn as well. I think yeah. there's such ample room to do that for Finn as well, and honestly, you know, like, during the promotion for The Last Jedi, uh, John Boyega he didn't overall seem that really excited to like, you know, go along and promote it. And that's really disappointing. However, seeing like his hype for episode nine, like since day one, honestly, his his hype has been through the roof. He's like read this script. He's so excited for what he's going to be able to display to everyone. And I'm really excited to see it as well. And it seems like Daisy's excited. Oscar's excited. Uh, You know, I will say like Kelly Marie Tran, obviously, you know, off social media. But I think that, you know, she's presumably excited, particularly after that amazing New York Times op-ed we saw from her. You know, she said she she had that line. You you haven't seen the last of me. Obviously, that's referring to episode nine and what she's going to be doing. It'll like hopefully be super badass. And I know it's a lot of characters, but I am really hopeful that JJ will balance them well. And I feel like he balanced them really well in The Force Awakens. Force Awakens is one of my favorite films of all time. And I get like why some people don't like it, but I just like, I feel like it's such a well crafted film overall. Like, I I don't know. I think with. With The Last Jedi, you you can do stuff like, as much as we love Poe, he got kind of a well-rounded arc yeah, in The Last exactly. Jedi, so you can step away from Poe a little bit and focus more yeah. on Finn, who didn't necessarily probably... I mean, I'm going to say, he didn't get the treatment he deserved in The Last Jedi. I think not. it's like a uni- that's a universally agreed upon thing. And you can, do, uh, you can do things, you can focus more, now that we don't have to worry about... This sounds terrible, what's about to come out of my mouth. Now Now that you don't have to worry about original trilogy characters as much, other than Lando... That's true! You can, That's you true. can focus... Because I think everyone's main takeaway from TFA was like, what's, what the heck is happening with Luke Skywalker? And that kind yeah. of eclipsed The Last Jedi. And that's not a negative thing, by the way. That's just an observation. So now that you don't have Luke, and unfortunately... I mean, Leia's gonna be in the movie, but... There's only so much they're gonna be able gonna to be- do... You know, that, I think it's going to be limited, yeah. Yeah, there's only so much they're going to be able to do. You can focus more on these. Because that's my biggest complaint with the sequel trilogy, is that it focused... It did things to the original trilogy characters that I didn't necessarily agree with, and I think it kind of focused uh-huh. on them maybe a little too much. You yeah. Know? Um, but now that we... Now that whatever episode 9 is going to be called <laughs> um, is coming out, and we don't have to necessarily... Again, this sounds terrible. Worry about that. You have the opportunity to focus completely on all of these new characters listen i agree yeah yeah i agree 100 percent. i love uh luke skywalker my entire and leia organa and han my entire life but their like time is ended and i think that the actors themselves would agree like mark hamill himself would agree he says like with the force awakens he's like sort of half jokingly say said like oh i didn't get the lightsaber but no he said no i understand like it's not about me anymore it's about the new hero ray and her friends and i also briefly forgot that mark hamill is going to be a nine my bad i know he's going to be a nine but i don't (laughs) think it's going to be as big of a role as we think it's going to be (laughs) Exactly. Like, he'll probably just be a force ghost, like, uh, pr- hopefully with, like, some other force ghosts to, like, help Ray or, like, defeat the First Order. And he's there for support. Like, he had, like, his full time to shine in The Last Jedi, you know, his titular film. 
uh, which was obviously referring to Ray as well. But I think like they would like you have to like I'm, I'm again yeah, quoting Kylo again. You gotta let the past die, and you gotta like just move on. And like I think the sequel trilogy. Okay, you know, it's sort of, like, been this uh, debate back and forth. Like, is it focusing too much on the new characters? Is it not giving the old characters enough? I I personally think it has balanced them both well overall. But I understand criticisms back and forth of how it yeah. could have done better. And, yeah, so, yeah, I agree. Episode 9, you absolutely 100% main focus needs to be these new characters whom we have like really only really scratched the surface of what their journeys are even through the course of two films. And I, I guess it's like, I wish we had more time with them and I know I would personally love it if they did more films with these characters, like after episode nine, not like uh, episode 10, 11, 12, but maybe a standalone film with these characters. I think yeah, that could be really great. Why not? Like, you know, add more uh, parts to their journeys. I think there's ample room, maybe in the intervening time period between uh, eight and nine. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I am hoping and like, you know, I am expecting like a satisfying conclusion to this conflict between the resistance and the first order or whatever's going to happen. And for each of these heroes to like really find their place and feel fulfilled. Yeah, and maybe Finn and Ray can kiss once or twice. Maybe. Yes, exactly. <laughs> to bring it back around to the ship. Exactly. That would just be the icing and cherry on top. Um, I think that's actually probably a good place to end this episode. So where can the lovely people find you on the internet? So you can find me on Twitter at Swarz Seawalker. That's S-W-A-R-Z-S-E. Uh, C Walker, S E A W A L K E R. You can find my other podcasts, uh, Beltway Banthas, which is the Star Wars and politics podcast covering everything in the intersection of politics and Star Wars. And I am a co host of The Flash podcast, which uh, reviews every episode of the CW's The Flash TV series. Uh, I do it with my co hosts, Andy and Tatiana. Uh, this uh, summer season, we are reviewing every character's individual uh, arcs in season four and what we want to see in season five. And uh, you can find uh, some of my blogs on uh, the But Why Though podcast uh, family, which, you know, Ash, your other podcast, Safari Zone is a part of. You know, we work with Kate, Matt, Adrian, and the Lizzie and the wonderful folks over there. And uh, also, please check out the hashtag SWRepMatters, which advocates for diversity and inclusion in Galaxy Far, Far Away, which me and my friends uh, are involved in. Yeah, all of those things. All of those things are wonderful. Um, Star Wars Rep Matters is yep. so important, uh, and it's it's so awesome that you guys do that. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at AirSatsAsh. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter at ClashingSabers dot net or at clashing sabers on twitter i of course have another star wars podcast if you want to just hear me ramble about anything and everything uh star wars related that's uh the skyhoppers podcast um and remember to <coughs> excuse me remember to subscribe to us on itunes and drop us a review because that not only makes our day but it really helps us out and uh if you want to get more of like my nerdy ramblings like swore mentioned i do have a pokemon podcast called the safari zone and i do it's some so writing. good thank you and i do some writing for but why the podcast.com a most recent blog was about rogue and gambit from the x-men and why they're amazing so if you like ships oh. you know that 
<laughs> it also it kind of falls in line with that because I am trash. Um, so yeah. Would you I say think... that they're sorry? Would you say that you're they're your OTP? Rogan Gambit. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Awesome. Since I was since I was like ten years old. Perfect. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that's it. Again, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. I love the show. I love all the projects you do. And yeah, I can't wait to see you again in person soon, buddy. Oh, yeah. Me too. Um, and, and, always, and as always, sorry. Thank you guys so much for listening and may the force be with you.